Get the skinny on Cincinnati sports with Richard Skinner only on local12.com and the local 12 news app. Exclusive content, in-depth analysis, podcasts, and more. Cincinnati sports news 24-7. Get the skinny only on local12.com and the local 12 news app. I'm Richard Skinner from Local 12 and Local12.com, along with the real quarterback, Tony Pike. James Rapine from SI.com. We're going to talk NFL. Some college where the UC Bearcats got a big win. Ohio State started, but now the question is, will the Big Ten stop? And uh, we'll talk some high school football. Ohio is moving along very rapidly in the playoffs. Kentucky still in the regular season. And Indiana moving along in the playoffs as well. Let's start in the NFL where um, I, I don't think I can afford it, but it sounds like a nice, nice house is for sale. Right? Mm. I mean, I'm not sure I can afford mm. that, that house that I read about. I mean, Tony's got that NFL money. That's right. What if we all went in on it together? Tony puts down the down payment with that we NFL that's right. money. And then we all just pool the rest yeah, of it and make the we mortgage. Can, yeah, we can get the mortgage to work. And we can Airbnb it uh, when yeah. we're not there. Sounds like a nice place, correct? Great view, apparently. That's what apparently. Good school district. Four baths. Good school district. Man. Four bedrooms. Sh- 6,000 square feet, man. You're a new dad. You need was, to worry about school district. I was, uh, I, I was going to tweet something back at Carlos last night, but I decided not to, and I just tried to put my house up for sale as well. Did you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was 0-4 in fantasy football this week. That's not good. Completely unrelated, I've decided that none of it was my fault and that I'm selling my house. It never is, right. So, yeah, sell your house. Uh, I think that's the, that's the new mantra anymore. If things go bad for you, I'm selling my house. All right, so, James, you, and I, you and I were on, on Zooms last night uh, when the game was <laughs> over and when this story was breaking of Carlos putting his house for sale on Twitter. Which obviously means he either did that from the locker room mm. or from his car, I'm assuming, because it was pretty quick. It or was may- quick. Or maybe he made it home to this palatial estate he's putting up for sale Yeah, one maybe more time. he didn't shower because he didn't break and a that, sweat. That's what I'm wondering. That's a possibility, too, because I don't think he broke a sweat in his 12 snaps. Guy's just trying to get the sack record. It is, yeah, that's the funny part. He's one sack short. He may never get an Eddie Edwards sack record for the, for the Bengals of 83 and a half, and he sits at 82 and a half. What do we make of this? What, what, we, what is he doing? He's an immature child right now. Yes. And, and the reason he is, look, the track record for Carlos Dunlap is, I'm not going to give my optimal effort every every down. That's been the case since he was beating up on Tony Pike in the Sugar Bowl. What do you mean? I mean, that's just the reality. You didn't see him pumped up the crowd yesterday? He didn't need to give effort to beat you up in, in 09, no, he in 10. He he, he, anyways, that's been the, the worst part of Dunlap. Yes. Outside of that upstanding citizen, guy who comes to work every day, and usually – when the game's on the line, is able make to make a play. A play. He'll, yep. he'll, he'll play a hard snap when you need him to play a hard snap. So you can put up with all the other stuff. Yep. Well, here's what I think the 31-year-old has decided. Get me the hell out of here. Oh, there's no question. And whatever I got to do, I don't care if I have to tweet the playbook. I'm going to do it, and you're going to get me out of here. And he knows. He's been around a long time. He knows how stubborn the Browns are. He, in, in, he's had three press conferences this year on Zoom. Yes. All three. Word. He talked poorly about the organization. Yes. The coaching staff, the way he's being used. Wanting to uh, talk to Mike. Wanting to talk to Mike about the social injustice stuff, which sounds good. In, 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 to Mike's credit, he embraced all that, right? But here's the thing with Dunlap. I feel like he either thinks he's smarter than he is or wants to say something that's really that, – that, that adds a layer to his legacy that isn't there. Like the Instagram Live, it sounded like leading up to it he was going to have something. There was nothing. There was, it was no awful. substance. It was eating. Was the, the, that sound of the bag eating crunching the was so annoying. Uh, there, was, there was no substance. So, so, so getting to this, he's a guy who clearly wants out and is willing to do anything. You got to trade him. 
There is no other option. You have to tra- – in, in, no, you cannot – you do not cut him. I'm, I don't care if it's a conditional seventh in 2029. I, I agree with that. you yeah. got to get something for him. The only other thing I can think of is if you don't, then you have to find a way to suspend him. You, you can't you – can't, I'm kind of with you. I, I, I don't want to give in. I will say this. If you can't find anything today, and I think today is the – honestly, I don't think he should be on the roster after today. Nope. I brought I do, my laptop here, and I never do, just in case the trade breaks. Then I do cut him. I mean, honestly, if you can't find something for him today, then I do cut him. Mm-hmm. Or I suspend him. And maybe I suspend him for something as simple as, as, as tweeting out the depth right. chart, which, well, that's, which isn't a big deal. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not like the Browns go, huh, Dunlap's running third team. Boy, hell, if he was running first team, I don't think they'd scheme around him. So what difference does that part make? But it is conduct detrimental to the team. There's that too. So it is. And you have the, to do. You're right. You have to do something. And I don't want to give in to him either. But you got to do something. What is the scheme stuff you talk about? It's going into a. Look, my 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 only thing with this, you're being held hostage again. Yes. Cody Glenn did it last year. AJ Green did it. Cody Glenn. Yes. Like um, who? The, the 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 sad thing about all this is bec- is that outside of what he's done this year. I mean, what he's done in the community in Cincinnati. It's great. He's always been great. That's why you Look hate out. to see I agree. this end the way that it is. But I'm with you. The fact that he's even on the roster today still and nothing – to this point and nothing's been done because you're now seeing the backlash of what it's causing. You're seeing Tyler Boyd make comments, other teammates. And I'm still – I don't even know what that means. And suck I just – a, Suck a blank. I just, I, I just. I mean, he's a sucker. I, yeah. I guess. He's acting like, yeah, he's acting like a punk. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. I, I just, that, that, I, you're a punk, and I'm trying to be very. Yes, I do. Yeah. Nice. When yes, this team has one win, the last thing that players need to be doing after games is talking about Carlos Dunlap. Right. And yet he's made himself the centerpiece of all of this. When, look, there are hours and hours and hours of things to unpack of what is wrong with this team right now, and Carlos Dunlap decided that hey, this is look at me, this is going to be about me. Right. And you Woe cannot allow a player to do this because that, that distraction, and it started small, right? It started on that Zoom call, with the, the random Zoom call where he just went in. Yes. And now it's ballooned to this already in just a matter of weeks. Yeah, and it felt like it was diffused a little with his Instagram live, yeah, right? It, that, okay, I'm okay with this. You know, you guys know me. I'm, I, you know, I, I, I'm emotional. Yeah, I'm and, emotional. Yeah. And it felt like, all right, diffused. And then I wake up Saturday morning to the to the whiteboard and it it, 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 it de-escalated or it actually escalated, excuse me, from there. That should have been the moment he was suspended. The Agreed. fact that he was active I thought he should have been inactive. Is straight yeah. bull. Right, it's so, straight bull. And, and, and that's on the coaching staff. Nah, I don't, I, I, no, I, I, I don't I don't give it no. Right, so I don't I, give a damn. If I'm Zach Taylor, then fire me, Mike. Okay. I, I would take it right there. You I, want him active? And fire I'm, me. And I'm kind of with you there. So let, let's go to that point. And, and mm-hmm. I think it's been pretty clear probably since before the season because Carlos Hemden hawed about apparently they told him before the season, and I've told this too, that before the season – he was told your role, your role is eventually going to be reduced here. We're going to reduce it at some point. He, Can I cut in right there? Yeah. They should have traded him right then. I agree with you. Okay. Right then. But hear me out. But yep. if you're Zach Taylor, and that's what you wanted, and that's what Lou Anarumo wanted, and they realize, i got to get rid of this guy, and you go to Mike Brown and or Duke Tobin or whomever, because we still don't know whoever makes does the, does the calls on this club, and they go, nope, Mike Tobin. make it work, make it work, make it work. You're in a really bad spot as a coach, right? I mean, if you're told to make it work, then okay, let's try to make it work. You were, you were in a bad spot from the get-go because what I think happened, and this is me speculating, what I think happened is a coach that was 4-8 and eight in his only time calling plays was given a head coaching job 
in the NFL with zero experience and was basically told, look, you're going to do what we tell you that's to right. do. That's we are right. giving you – and that's, that's why right. – and to James, to your point, when you say – if, if Zach Taylor to fire him, Zach Taylor's making what three, four million dollars. Yeah, it's a nice piece. I, of I don't, I don't, I don't Zach think he doesn't if, lose that. I don't think if, if they come in and say, guarantee money. Hey, we're going to do this. Then Zach Taylor's going to be like, well, no, I'm putting my foot down now. Zach Taylor's going to continue to say, okay, and I'll just, I'll try to find a way to, to patch it together and make I, it work around it. I, I am with, I am with James to some degree. I know that it's easier said than done, right? I mean, that sounds like false bravado of just fire me, but I, I, I mean, it doesn't I, have to get there, right? Obviously, but but, but but if I don't have the control of the situation, and listen, there's a give and take here. If I don't have control of the situation as a coach, then what am I doing? Everybody else knows that yep. too, then, right? Everybody. They, they just, they just do. Everybody and knows I, and they I will can say, act out. I will yep. say, I think some of the veterans honestly realize the quandary he's in. I do. I think Gio Bernard realizes the quandary this guy's in and is trying to say, listen, this guy's. De-. And in fact, he said he's he's dealing with a lot of crap. Sure, he is. Yeah. But at some point, and that's where listen, Marvin was a goof. Marvin didn't get it done. There's a lot of things about Marvin I don't like. But to Marvin's credit, Marvin did this. Marvin at least was able to stand up to the family and go, nope, we're doing it this way. We're doing it this way. We're doing it this way. And then I think there was a line in the same way the family goes, not re-signing Whitworth. Uh, yeah, I want him back. No, we're not. Oh, okay. Well, okay, you don't want to give me. I don't want John Ross. Uh, yeah, you're going to take John Ross. And I think at that point he went, fine, you guys do your thing. I'm out. Have a good day. And I think you see the dysfunction of this family owning this football team rearing its ugly head again. You know, I, I was telling Tony before you got here, James. The, I mean, this, there's a great stat to me: the year before Marvin Lewis and the two years after, they're five thirty-three and one in those in those three seasons. And now listen, I'm not here to. This is not a podcast to, to deify Marvin Lewis. He had his faults, didn't win a playoff game, and all those things. But I think it shows you if you don't have a strong personality as a head coach here, you're going to get trampled on, and it's going to get worse and worse and worse. Yeah. And to back to your point. Again, I think it's easier said than done to say fire me. Well, that's but it's, an extreme. Sure, yeah. sure. But the point is, at some, you have to take the reins and go, damn it, I'm going to do it my way or just get rid of me because I'm not doing Can we this. have both? <laughs> at this point, I mean, can we get Dunlap and Zach Taylor? Maybe. Look, there's, there's one great equalizer in all of this. Win a football game. Well, there's that. Because here's what happens. There is that. When the losses continue to pile up, what happens in the locker room? The frustration continues to build. When you win, things calm down a little bit. No doubt. And, look, th- this this locker room is at a boil right now. They have a Tennessee Titan team coming off a loss Ooh. with Derrick Henry coming Ooh. in. Um, Derrick, Ryan Tannehill, yes, baby. Yes, they have a bye. And then you they, think Rivers and Baker were They good. have a Ryan bye. Ryan Tannehill. And then the Pittsburgh Steelers coming in. Uh, this, this is at a point where it is going to get worse before it gets better. You hear the sirens. Yeah, they're, they're, coming. Is, they're, coming, for, they're yes, coming for you. This is going to get worse before it gets better because the head coach in charge cannot get a hold of this thing right now. And say it's because of lack of experience. Say it's because he, struck, he cannot get a, a stranglehold of what's going on right now. And it's going to continue to snowball when you keep losing. I would have made him inactive I, Sunday. I'm with you. I and I would have traded him. Antonio Brown got a contract. Okay. It can happen. There is a market for Carlos Dunlap. Heck, you know a team that might be interested in Dunlap? And I wouldn't care. I don't care that they're in the division. You could have sent him on the bus home to Cleveland. That's right. Because they absolutely need someone opposite Miles Garrett. And for $4 million, and that's what it'll cost, why not move Dunlap? I'm with you. And I, I do think there is a market because 
he's clearly not being used or not motivated enough right now to give full effort, and that will change. And, and his agent could tell. We talked about it a little. His last agent, week. I think his I think his agent has to sell that point. I don't know if it does change, but I think it probably does. That listen, I'm going to go to a winner. They're going to use me this way. Um, Just let him rush the pass. Yes. In that, into Carlos's point, he is right there. He shouldn't act this way. I do think, though. But be productive in the snaps you play, though. Too. There's I, that. I agree. No, I I agree. But but it, it's he's going into it with this attitude, so it's impossible to overcome. Like it, it's done. Like it it has to be yes. done. And, yes. And, and you can't. He can't be on this roster after November third. And if you cut him, you want to talk about precedence. It's one thing if you get something back. You want to set the bad precedent? Oh, I can force my way out and get cut. No, I know that, and that's the. That's they the, better not do that. They better trade him. That, that's the quandary you're in, right there. Is is, is exactly that? Because because I, I don't want to give in either. I don't want to give in to a child. It's the child throwing a temper tantrum, mm-hmm. and what happens then? One child has the temper tantrum, and if you've got seven kids, the other six are going to go. Well, I can do a temper tantrum too and get away with this. I'd send him home before I released him. I think you saw that with Cordy Glenn last year. Cordy Glenn didn't throw a temper tantrum, but Cordy Glenn basically said, "Not going to play. Yep. I'm not going to play. I mean, I, I really I'm would. Play. I'm not giving in here. I'm, I'm with you I, it, because it's he's got to be can't gone. Not get anything for that asset. You he shouldn't. Can't. He 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 100 percent whether he's on the roster or not, he can't play Sunday against the Titans. No question. If he does, if he's active, you have lost the team completely. And look what it's done. Look what it's done to us today. We haven't even had a chance to talk about the inactives from yesterday. Haven't had a chance to talk about John Ross not active again. Should be active. Sick. sick. He should be active. Ill. Haven't I'd, had, be, I'd be sick too. Haven't had a chance to talk about an actual oh. offensive game plan. That was actually actually some point. We're, we are going to the greatness that. of Joe Burrow. And he, we're going to get to that too. Baker Mayfield. All right. So then the other part to this equation <laughs> is 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 what's up with Geno Atkins? I I bought the injury thing. I said it last week that I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that he's mm. easing his way back from injury. And yet, he and Carlos were in the same package. They were in that that pass rush package. They each played twelve snaps. The, the, the good old veteran package. Yeah, the veteran oh, package. No. Gino obviously is the guy who's not going to say anything and is not going to raise a fuss. I think he just as soon say, "Give me my twelve snaps and give me my check. Yep. Give me my twelve snaps and give me my check." But I think you're in a quandary there too because I think you got to get rid of him. I, I don't know. <laughs> Look. Either he's healthy enough to play, and he should be able to play more than twelve snaps, or, or, he, get, or he needs surgery, or he needs surgery. Right, but figure it out because no, you I, obviously. I, I go back to he. Wa- he didn't want to play this year. He wanted to get paid. He tried to do that with that injury of my shoulder, and you can't completely prove whether he's hurt or not. He just says it hurts, and. and so you've kind of let that fester too. I don't know. You, you I don't, do. You, I absolutely. You're a hundred percent on this. I'm one thousand. You did on this, this, and then he played that week. So, so nineteen I, snaps, nineteen I snaps, know. and twelve snaps, and and listen, twelve snaps after we heard Zach Taylor talking about, well, he's he's getting healthier. And we're we gonna, talked to Luana Rumor right. on Monday. I don't know if you're on the call or not. You're on a lot of the calls. I don't yeah, know if you're on I, there I with can't you or not. If yeah, I was. but but yeah, I was. But actually, but the was. question to Lou was, I think Ben Baby of ESPN asked. He said, "Is he a third down specialist? No, we're going to ramp him up." Mm-hmm. Did you? Didn't because he doesn't want to play either. And I think you've seen now that I, I always like to look back at quotes. And I know Zach had a really good quote last week. And I don't have it in front of me, so I'll paraphrase, and you can certainly hopefully hopefully fill in the blanks. But it was along the lines of, of you might even ask the question, of guys needing to show up at practice every day to fight for their jobs. Mm-hmm. And I thought of three guys, and what I'm your guy, unfortunately, John Ross. I don't know if he is or isn't, but I thought of John Ross. Mm-hmm. I thought of Carlos. I thought of Gino. That it was directed at certain people that aren't fighting for their jobs. And I think that's where you see... Listen, I got to play Geno Atkins if he's healthy because he's on my roster. I got to play Carlos Dunlap because he's healthy because he's on my roster. 
um, and we're paying these guys, um, but they're not fighting enough for me to play them more. And, mm-hmm. and, it, and it, that one really stuck with me because they're not going to roll a particular but, person under the bus, <clears throat> but that was awfully thinly veiled to make me go, he's talking about somebody or some people's, but the frustra- and those guys came to mind. Here's the frustrating thing, though. If you as a coaching staff are ready to move on, and you talk in your opening press conference about character and communication. As you're Zach Taylor, could you not sit down with Geno Atkins and say, look, bud, we're looking to move on. We're going to give you 30 and 40 snaps the next two weeks to show what you can do to get your value up. Instead, Because here's my thing. As a fan, when you're watching the game and you're watching Baker Mayfield with bad ribs sit back in the pocket untouched, mm-hmm. you question and say, okay, even if they're not giving 100% effort, are they – the, the the third best option we have at that position? No, they're still the when, best. Right. When Kareem Hunt is gashing you, at what point is it, okay, we're going to win, or are we just going to let this team beat us again? Because that, that to me, you're walking that tightrope because you want to talk about players. There's only about six, seven players on this roster that I would deem untouchable. Agreed. For anyone to come in and take. So everyone should be out there putting their tape. Everyone should have an opportunity to put themselves – whether they want to be here or they want to leave. If you're Carlos Dunlap and you want to get out of here, okay, Carlos, here's 30 snaps. Go get yourself out of here so we can get something for or, you. Or if I'm Zach Taylor, my, my, my mindset would be if the owner won't let me do these things, then I'm with you and I, I'd say, you know what, I'm just going to make them inactive. I'll make them inactive. Mm-hmm. I'll show you. If you don't – look, you want, you, you want to make me have them on my roster? That's fine. But I'm going to embarrass everybody and make them inactive. It should have been one of the two on Sunday. Yes. Either what Tony said. All right, we're going to beef up his value. Yes. Same with Gino, if that's the case. Because Gino's not hurt. Or because he's, fl- he's playing. Or he's flip it, not he's hurt. Inactive. No, I, and I agree. And it's so it's what fifty snaps in three games. Fifty snaps exactly. I it was that's nineteen, correct. nineteen, and twelve. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Good math. I, I mean, that's yeah. You Saint need- Bernard, baby. <laughs> it, it, that's shout out to Elmwood Place. Insane. And you've made Philip Rivers who might be a future Hall of Famer, not in 2020, look like a Hall of Famer. And Baker Mayfield, right. who's who, – Cleveland was collapsing on him. Yes. Like the pocket for was five. against the Steelers. He 0 was for 0 5 for 5. In the first he gets quarter. Odell hurt, which sucks, by the way, for my fantasy team and for Odell, because uh, an awful ball. I mean, that was such a bad – Terrible ball. ball. That was an Andy Deep ball. It was, a great, a, it was a great interception, though, but yes. I mean, he got his Because it was him. such a bad ball, yes. Darius wasn't ready for it. No, right. <laughs> That's how bad of no, a right, ball it right. was. He had um, that look in the first quarter, Baker did. And it was yeah. over. It was over. All you had to do then is hit him. Yep. And they couldn't touch him. Because, I, you're right, because Pittsburgh hit him a couple of times. In fact, we mm-hmm. talked about it. Remember the one, the, the, that one video where you can see the just the sheer pain in his face of getting hit? Instead, I mean, he's, Did he o, get he's, hit? he's 0 for 5, right? No. There were three quarterback hits, allegedly, at least on the stat sheet. Three? Oh. And again, well, one was Mackenzie Alexander grabbing his foot. That's right. So maybe that, that doesn't was, count. Maybe that was one. Come on. But no, you you let a, you let a guy who all you had to do was probably blitz him, even if it even if it cost you a touchdown, blitz him to the point where you just belted him around a couple blitz. of times. Blitz. And, and, no. And he might have ca- no. he might have tapped out. No. You wait until the last drive of the game when you should be in prevent to send a secondary blitz that doesn't get home in time. Brutal. Why is Akeem Davis Gaither not blitzing a lot? That's something Sounds he like he'd can, be a good athlete, an athletic feat like, for him. What are you doing? Like, but, yeah, right. I guess so we like, can transition to that. But look what we did. But look what we did two weeks ago with AJ Green. We were done with him, right? Mm-hmm. He's had two productive games, and look what his value would be right now. No question. So why can't you do that with Dunlap and Geno Atkins? I, I will say, I think the only difference is, I think AJ was so embarrassed by what he did that he actually realized yeah. 
I'm not going out there. Well, we talked about. It. I'm not going. Which out is this fair, way. but it's also embarrassing. I don't think Carlos cares, and I don't think Gino cares. But it's I don't also think one of them cares. It's also embarrassing that this defense has given up 68 now in the last two no games. No doubt. No doubt. It's right, embarrassing. So, real quick. Yeah. Before we trade, I, I do want to say this on Gino. I'm going to just play devil's advocate. Sure. Sure. It's fair. So shoulder injury. He is working his way back, and I say that in quotes. What if, and we knew this going in, they were going to have him on a snap count this year anyways. Yes, but not, so that, not, not, a 12, not, not a 12 snap No, no, no. Count, I, know, but I, know, I, know, I know. But you're right. And what does Geno do well? Rush the passer. Okay, so they have him in on third downs. They did, and that's what As they he's did. working his way back. You, you, there's no scenario where that's the case right now. Not, where not, he's not playing th- at 70%. Not three games or 75%. In, not, not three games into this. Even 75%. No. A game into it, yeah. I mean, I'll, he's I'll old. He might a, not heal. I'll even give you a second game into it. Dude, we're seven weeks into this injury, though, right? I mean, either, I, no, I either you needed surgery or you can play. Oh, I agree. I, I would be playing I mean, in 40 bro, snaps. Mike Daniels just came off three weeks of IR and played how many snaps yesterday? Correct. I would be playing in. <laughs> Conversation in, in, done. And, and they I mean, would be three and three if he was playing a full out. I mean, like, he could have. One play. One play in either game, they win both. No doubt. That's all you needed from 97. No, One play. No, no question. All right, so let's do the jumping off point to the defense. And, and I think I, – I know Luana Rumo's dealing with a with an unstacked deck against him, right? I mean, it, it's – I mean, let's face it. The defensive line when you started this season was supposed to be who? Sam Hubbard, DJ Reader, Geno Atkins, Carlos Dunlap. Strength of the team. Mm-hmm. Your words. Great. Yeah. My words. I thought it was the best My words. Your words. My words. There you go. I'm with you. Okay, so, but those, Dominant. those were going to be the four cornerstone guys. How about guys. cold take? Wow. And you've got Carlos don't want to play. Geno don't want to play. DJ's hurt. Sam's hurt. So he's dealing with a, with a with a bunch of rummies up front. He's dealing with Christian. Did you even know who Christian Covington they was? They were playing with a bunch here? of rummies yesterday. No. Okay. Did you know who the hell of Bonnie? I don't even remember mm. Bonnie Bledsoe at Oklahoma or wherever the hell he no. was from. Okay, I don't remember these so you're playing with a bunch of rummies there. They might have to play him at tackle next week. Your Offensive se- tackle. Your secondary is LaShawn Sims, who was a literal career backup in Tennessee. Who they loved in preseason. They did. Or, or in training That was their guy. LaShawn Sims. Mackenzie oh Alexander, who, who I'm not a huge PFF guy, but he wasn't a highly graded PFF Got spot paid pretty corner. well. He's a good tackler. Four million. Von Bell couldn't cover. That's good money. Von that Bell couldn't, couldn't cover Redding's tight end. <laughs> I mean, he couldn't. And, and Jesse Bates has had a nice yourself. nice season. I think he's been overhyped a bit by PFF, but I think he's had a nice season. And, and I'm going to give Jesse him— Jesse Bates is stud. Uh, he got trucked again yesterday. He gets trucked often. If you look, he gets he's run still over a, a bunch. stud. I don't know about stud. I think he's a nice player. Oh, right? my I'd God. like him on my team. I like him on yeah. my team. Um, and he's at least a guy that I can go, that, okay, I'm fine there. I, I'll circle him and go, I'm good right I'm there. fine there? Yes, I'm good there. Wow. Um, fine there. He's not a playmaker. He's a nice player. Get him, Tony. He's a nice player. All right, we're not going to get into it. No, he's a nice it. player. But anyway. He's a pro bowler. But you are but you're looking then at, at a secondary that's a train wreck. Linebackers, it's still a bunch of young can guys. Can Sean so Williams play, play anymore? No, they don't like no, him No, nine either. snaps, oh. bro. Why did we bring him back? I don't know. Four million. We want to talk about four million. That's why, four why, million. What are we doing? And, and the players thought enough of him to make him he's a captain. He's a captain. Look. I, I agree to all your point. I, I get that they're playing with a short deck right now. Yes, and I was setting that up for... At the same time, someone has to pay the price for lack of success. Yes, and let, let's be honest. Is is Indy's weapons at wideout something no. to be scared about? No. Cleveland lost Odell Beckham. They didn't have Donovan Austin Pe- Hooper. Did Donovan Peoples-Jones have a catch no. before yesterday? And let, let's let's take it a no, step further. No, I don't think so. Yeah. And, and it's funny. I turned to Ben real quick. I turned to Ben when, when Odell went out. And we found, I was like, 
Watch out for Donovan Peoples right. Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, no, watch right. out for him because they only had three receivers. And in, in, in jokingly saying who, that to a degree, and of course he catches. The I don't even one. know who the tight end who caught two passes, two touchdowns was Harrison Barnett or Benny Brian or Brian Brian or whatever right. the hell his he's name is. Actually, he's well, a stud. I mean, but he's still I, I didn't fourth know. rounder by the way. But but he's, he's the, but he's the third guy behind Njoku and, yeah, and, and, and Hooper. Okay, all right, but. But yeah, okay, but yeah, maybe, but okay, yeah. Okay. And then still, and then you find out Njoku's a much bigger name. Baker's yeah. st- Baker's still nursing the rib, and Jarvis Landry has a rib injury. So you you want to talk about shorthanded Cleveland offensively? Yes. They're missing linemen. Nick Chubb is not there, and you're telling me that that offense was that dominant. Baker Mayfield, outside of a spike, completed his last twenty three. Uh, he, he, he started yes, 20, 0 for 5. 20, 22, 22, 22. Right, 22, and the spike 22. was the miss. 20, 21 in a row, spike, touchdown I mean, pass. So, and and he, did, he did miss one that didn't count because of a neutral zone. On yeah. Carl Lawson, that's correct. Oh, so so my, my thing is, this team does things that get you beat. They, the Carlos Dunlap neutral zone, Carl Lawson neutral zone, the holding, the penalties on offense, the, the, the sacks. They don't do enough. And say all you want about the personnel. The personnel has to be put in the best possible position, Agreed. especially when you have to coach over what the personnel is. Those aren't your guys. We got to we got to tighten things up. You're not playing a full roster on the other side either. So that that, that no. wasn't that wasn't Patrick Mahomes going up and down the field in the second half yesterday. That wasn't Kyler. No, uh-huh. it was not Kyler. Russell Wilson. It was not Russell Wilson. So uh-huh. my my thing is all of that aside, I watched a quarterback that was injured stand in the pocket clean all day. Mm-hmm. I watched. Another quarterback, much like Phillip Rivers, allowed to get into a rhythm yesterday. And then I watched a, a defensive coordinator in the most meaningful time of the game decide to say, you know what, was it a minute and six left? Minute and six, they no have timeouts. no timeouts. What's the one thing you can't do? Get beat over the top. Can't get beat over the top. So in back-to-back <laughs> plays, in back-to-back plays, out of a timeout, I believe it was, Lou a, Bengals, Ana- a Bengals timeout. Yes, yes. Lou Anarumo decides to bring a secondary pressure. That has no chance of getting home. When they're already well in field goal range, and yes. the sack doesn't knock them out of field goal range. Yes. So it's at, not like that's the goal. It's simple. At that point, as a team, you say, you know what? Give up three. We'll play for overtime. We hope he misses. And we hope he misses. All you have to do, put eight guys at the end zone. I don't care. They have no timeouts. Tackle them in bounds and move on. Like, right, and, so, and, and yet you get so beat it, one-on-one. So it, so that's it jump, coaching. It, it jumps to the question of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's the old, you can't fire all 53 or 70 if you count practice squad guys. They're not firing Zach Taylor at this point. But usually, they're then, not. Usually, usually, though, they're then, there's a sacrificial lamb before that, right? It's a coordinator of some kind. Mm-hmm. The one year we saw Ken Zampezi, rightfully so, after a couple of games, A.J. Green says he's got to go, he go. Never should have got the job. <laughs> Never should have got the job. That's correct. Um, and so while I, I was trying to make the case of, I, I do realize Lou is dealing with a roster on that side that just isn't very good right now. At the same time, somebody has to pay the price. Mm-hmm. So I ask you, is is he the sacrificial lamb at this point? It's getting close. Once you make Baker Mayfield look like an MVP and Phillip Rivers look like a Hall of Famer in the year 2020, yeah, at some point, I mean, you, is, you is, have is, to is make it a after, change. Is it after this week it, when the bye comes? And, and maybe that's the case. All right, look, you, you had a good showing against Baltimore. Now your best opponent. Some of that, honestly, in retrospect, was Lamar not. No, it was also Baltimore taking the foot off the gas. Yes, no, right, I, right, I, right. I agree. Right, but I, I agree. Point, I agree. Right. But, but, but I think he's trying to be your, fair. You're trying to be fair. Here's your chance to prove it. I got, and you got to think like the Bengals. Right. Like, I don't think they're even talking about Zach Taylor's future right now. No. And, and we are because we should because he's won 12 and one. So when we look at Lou Anarumo, maybe it's like, all right, can he slow down Ryan Tannehill, who's the best quarterback we've played since Lamar, and Derrick Henry? Which God, I can't believe I'm saying that about. 
either one, to be honest with you, because neither one was great a couple years ago. But they are now. Um, so last straw time is what you're saying. Probably. Yeah. B- because the Dunlap thing's going on. They know they're dealing with that. Gino, there have, has been a lot of injuries. But that doesn't – the fact that Baker Mayfield found Donovan Peoples-Jones – true or false, Tony, that was man-to-man? Mm-hmm. True. Sing, D- single Darius single Phillips. coverage against Darius Phillips, who everyone loved coming into yep. this year, who really can't guard – can't cover he's just okay and, and wants a bigger role whatever that means he's a third or fourth corner yes. at best yes. and should be returning every punt yes that's the that's that's should be his role um yeah. that's a nightmare and that is on coaching those are the things and that that's the scary part is if you're not getting it right like because look this team was always flawed this team sure. was never going to win 12 games this no year. question so what you wanted to see guys in the right spots uh well coached, no penalties, disciplined, all of the, those things that, and I'll go to Miami now, Brian Flores no question. has implemented yes. with the Dolphins. At least from afar, it looks like they're buttoned up, right? Yes. I haven't said that once about the Zach Taylor regime, and that includes Lou Anarumo, and that's why they're 1-12-1 as a staff. It's not just Taylor, as a staff. Yes. And it is on the coaching staff in close games. It's we, ridiculous but, but, in one-score games. But, but And that goes back to you hired – a guy with very minimal experience in the NFL mm-hmm. in general, with no coordinator experience. Lou had never been a coordinator. That doesn't mean you can't be a good one. Of, you know, somebody somebody eventually gives you that first chance, right? Mm-hmm. But when you tie it all together, where you got a bunch of guys never having done things that they have haven't done before and mm-hmm. expecting success, I think that's fool's gold. In hiring Zach, and I don't know if they knew this at the time, but man, they should have done their damn research. Coaches around the league started. Yep, laughed. At having to go there, Jack Del Rio right. was in. They were. They wanted him. Guess what? No way am I going there to be the defensive coordinator. Because so the, you have to settle for Luana Romo. Because the talk was what the McVeigh strategy. McVeigh had Wade Phillips on sure. the defense. Good, we got to get vet, that guy, vet, veteran guy. Zach he's Taylor couldn't coach. find it. Here, right. Here's the thing. There's been times this year. There's been times where the defense played well, but when when they needed a stop, have they played well? The Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles, when they needed to drive down right before the half, yes. depleted. The Browns in the first go-around, gash them on the ground. Um, Phillip Rivers comes up big. Baker Mayfield. At some point, when the when the situation is big, you have to be able to step Sense up. And so far, they don't. of urgency. And I don't feel that. I, I almost wanted to see, and maybe I'm wrong, I almost wanted to see a decimated Zach Taylor on the Zoom last night. No, it almost felt positive. Like he was happy with the process, right? I, he, I, the way it feels is, he feels that as long as he continues to do the process, whatever in the world that may be, that eventually, by divine luck, things will change. And, and that's just not how it goes. You, there has to be a sense of urgency. I think mm-hmm. players have to feel sense of urgency. Still, telling you before the podcast, I coach freshman basketball. I feel a greater sense of urgency to win at my level when it, nobody gives a damn whether I win or lose than he feels at his level. I feel, yeah. I, I and not that he doesn't put the work in, but yeah, no he's, right. Uh, I, I'm like, not discounting him but, not putting the work no, in. No, no, yeah. no, I know. but it's, So it's not that, and I just want to make that clear. Yeah. But it's – at some point, you got to see the results, and you got to lose your mind when you don't. Yes. And you got to just – and it isn't just staying up late. It's showing frustration. It's if, – if you see Dunlap frustrated on the sideline telling, sit your ass down yes. right now. You're done. Yes. And, and no one did that. Nobody. I mean, there were players there, but there was no – none of the main coaches, I think, we're telling him that. So I could you could you let's just do this. Could you imagine Zach Taylor getting in Dunlap's face? No. No. Zero chance. Did no. Zach Taylor last week not say 
that this is about the process. We don't yes. want the quick fix. Yes. What's the quick fix? I get it. Like the, the, the way he speaks tells me that he is worried zero about his job. Agreed. He speaks like, you know what? I got two or three more years. I'll turn this around. And the unfortunate thing, because it was, it was, it was put out yesterday after Joe Burrow's performance, when the Bengals surround Joe Burrow with the right people, the Bengals are going to be a problem. And I tweeted back to that. It, it, it doesn't just mean the right players around that's, Joe Burrow. That's right. It is everyone around Joe Burrow because you take away what Joe Burrow's done. It is, it, it's special. Any way you slice it up. You watch his game yesterday. It's special. Dude, he you, has been light years better than what I could have imagined. Yes. I was hoping for a competent rookie quarterback. But, he but was skinny. great against the Bucs. He's great. been great for the most part. I know, but that, that game was insane. <laughs> but like, I, I was surprised when he threw an incompletion. Yes. There was one time yes. this year like, where he wasn't holy. and when he was getting his, his doors, blown doors in. beat in yeah. by the Ravens. Right. And, and he'll see that again. The Steelers will do that stuff to yes. you. Yes. But if, if you're in the organization right now, how can you not be sitting there today and meeting and we saying, are not wasting what? any yes. more time. What can we do yes. to, to maximize Joe Burrow in Cincinnati? Because I'll, I'll say one thing about Joe Burrow. As good as he is off the, on the field, he wants to win. And if you don't put the pieces around him, then he's going to revolt. He's going to, And I'm not saying he's going to ask for a trade, but he will, he will let his voice be heard. To, to his credit, he's doing all the right things publicly right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think he really means what he says about Zach right now. But eventually, if you're one twelve and one, and you're playing your ass off, and the rest of this stuff is is circling badly or spiraling down badly, you're gonna see a you're gonna see a different Joe Burrow. He's frustrated right yes, now. There's no doubt. I talked to someone last week, and they were like, "Yeah, he's great. He just wants to win," and that was the first thing they said. And I'm like, "Ooh, like because you're not winning in <laughs> games you should win. You're, yes. you're better than Baker Mayfield. You just you are. You're better than Philip Rivers at this stage of his career, and you're losing these games. Uh, I I just which which make which make weeks like this harder? Because yes. Tennessee, because he's going to lose Pittsburgh twice, yeah. Baltimore yeah, again. Because there are teams that are clearly better than them, and that they're going to lose. Yes, yeah, and that's the thing is, I I think Burrow came into the year probably thinking like, look, I get, it. I talked with Peyton, he went four and twelve or whatever he did. I'm going to go seven and nine, and, and they should be at worst three three and one. At pro- worst, and, and this is at worst. I mean, they should have won the past two weeks. Yes, like, that's three three and one right yeah, there. That it, doesn't mean, include the bad call against the Chargers. Doesn't include the three games before that yeah. that I think that. No, they, you they, know, there's two games where they they were outplayed. The first Cleveland game, the score got a little better at the end. In the Baltimore was be- in the Baltimore game. That's and, it. And, and see, here's the scary part. That, so we say that praising Burrow. Well, again, let's go to the Bengals organization. How do they look at things? They're probably thinking that about Zach Taylor. Oh, damn, we're close. Yeah, oh, that's well, great. Chargers week one, AJ's a little rusty, pushes off a little bit. Man, we had that. Can you, can you do t- me a favor? If, can you, uh, you don't have it on here. If you can go to your NFL record book and look at all-time standings. Oh. I know there's a category for a W, which I believe means win. There's one for an L. There's one for a T. Is there a category for a close? I'm no. not poking fun at you, but, that, no, but, the, point, no. but the point is none and, of that matters. And that's the key. Uh, and, and there does need to be, when you mentioned urgency with Taylor – there needs to be urgency in this organization There's because they got not. themselves one. They have the guy, the guy that they were hoping for when they drafted Klingler, when they drafted Akili Smith, when they drafted Palmer, who was obviously much, much better, even when they drafted Dalton. He's it. He's the first one since Boomer. So get it right. And, and you can't, you can't sit on it. your hands. No. Yeah, you can't do it. And – to their credit, at least they're bringing in Quentin Spain for a visit. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's so yeah. much. Uh, you know what I want? I want a third Buffalo Bills yeah. offensive lineman. See hey, if that works. Yeah. The first well, two didn't work. But there's, well, but there's, but there's so much. It's like 
that you you can't get excited about something because something else like the offensive line was depleted yesterday and they held up pretty well in the second half. Gio Bernard they was did, great. Actually. I mean, the 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 I thought I thought the offensive game plan was one of the best they've had yes. all year. Screen and yet, game was great. And yet here we are Talking discussing about more about a loss. And now look, let, let's let's be fair. They lose to Tennessee. They lose to Pitt. Yes. They lose the pit the second time. They lose the Baltimore. Maybe. I, think, I mean, it's a meaningless end of the well, season game. But yes. It could not be meaningless anymore because now there's only See, one bye. Right, yeah. It won't be meaningless. Um, and Lamar, then, baby. And then you have Houston, who I think is a loss. So there's a four-game stretch where they, sh- they could have winnable games. Washington, New York, Miami, Dallas. This team has one win right now. Where, where, what, what, what do they finish? Three, four, max. You better get to at least three, right? I mean, oh. you better at least get to three. I don't see. Here's I mean, I watched thing. Dallas yesterday. The Washington pass rush that scares me to death I'm playing that game. I'm with you. And the the thing is, those like to me, I hear those and I'm like, oh, you should beat that team, or you should beat that team. But then you have to take into consideration coaching. I picked four weeks ago. I sat right here and said the Bengals are going to beat the Browns. And then I kept watching Zach Taylor and this coaching staff blow games down the stretch for whatever reason, whether it's the defense or the offense, whatever, inconsistent, unorganized, and clearly undisciplined. So there was no way in hell I was picking them this week, even though I, I still think that they could have and obviously yeah, should have. The, the way Joe Burrow played? Yes. And, and, and that's back-to-back games now. So when I look at those games, I think three is probably oh – I would put the over-under maybe at two and a half. Wins. Here's here's my question then. Because well, they already have a half, so there you go. Yeah, the, the half doesn't count. I mean, oh, two and a half the rest of the way. Gotcha, okay, so they're going to tie again. <laughs> <laughs> I talked. I, I talked about this on on Friday with Mo. When you go into games, there's not one game you'll go into and think we have the edge coaching right now. Never. Like I mean, maybe Mike McCarthy, but he doesn't no. have a Super Bowl risk. Maybe. Still no. But but I'm but but I'm sitting there thinking, okay, Cleveland the second time maybe, around. Come on, Romeo Cornell. Come on now, give me some Romeo Cornell. No, that's, that's Deshaun Watson. Cleveland, the second time around, who would you trust more to make the adjustments? Zach Taylor or Kevin Stefanski? Kevin Stefanski. Not okay. even close. Yeah. And, and so you're going to go about the okay. – Lou Anaruma or Joe Woods. Yeah, yeah. right. So are we, are we going to go Zach Taylor or Harbaugh? Are we going to go Zach Taylor or Mike Tomlin? I mean, go it, – it's, it's, So, okay, so I go, how does, how does the family not see this? That's my point. And that's the frustrating part. Listen – I, 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 I do love some of the people in the Bengals PR department. There's some dear friends, but but yesterday when when the uh, the attendance was announced and we kind of all poked fun at tweeting it out of, hey, they were allowed 12,000 and they only had 90-whatever, 100, and um, then we got one that said, don't forget that we talked about it maybe a less crowd because of social distancing. No, the reason you, t- you sent that, that, that email is because you knew you weren't selling tickets. You can't even get 12,000 to a freaking game. Yeah. You can't even get 12,000. Can you imagine if this thing opens up next year, if you bring this guy back, and this coaching staff back off a of two thirteen and one, you'd be lucky to have twenty thousand people when when you don't have COVID issues. But, but I, I, if he goes two thirteen and one, I don't think they bring him back. But the the, the last thing I, I really don't, I don't. The last they've thing only, I'll say they've about only this. had two two win seasons in history, and he already has one of them. If he has another one, you gotta fire him. <laughs> as as <laughs> you and, gotta. I'll, and I'll write no. it every day. You, no. you gotta, but no. <laughs> doesn't so mean he they go. Co- he hey, comes hang on, back hang at on, hang on. Don't want to change a couple letters. You gotta. Don't mean they gonna. I mean it doesn't mean. Do you, does does he have any urgency in his voice right now when None. he talks? None. He's not worried about it, or else None. he'd be like, you know what? It's time now to win. All of this feel good stuff aside, we have to win. And as 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 bad as the Browns, he said that at the beginning of the year. It's it's slow. It's slowly down. Yeah, We're yes. here to win. Yes. As bad as the Browns organization is, <laughs> as bad as it is, they made the right choice. They brought in Freddie Kitchens. They realized it was wrong quickly, and they quickly got rid of him. 
And now what? They're in a better position. Stefanski, what they do with the offense. They have Chubb and Kareem Hunt to build around. Baker gets more comfortable. Their, their skill weapons aren't light years ahead of the Bengals' no. skill weapons. No, and, and they don't have a lot of depth. No like, depth. Unless you're playing the Bengals. And here is the craziest thing in the world. Coaches, because of what Joe Burrow is doing. Say what you want about the organization. Coaches would want to coach yes. Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. You have the opportunity, because of your quarterback, to be picky when it comes to who would the next coach be. Maybe, you, it's, maybe it's another Joe. You cannot, you cannot let this continue. You have to say, you know what? Our bad. We got it wrong. We tried to hit the home run with Sean McVay. It didn't happen. He's you, a but, nice but guy, to, but we got to move on. This all sounds great, but do you? Did you grow up here? But that's yeah, that's did a you thing. Grow up here? Yeah. Have you watched his family operate? They won't do it, but they ha- they need to. Yes. Because the conversation. What else could the conversation at Paul Brown Stadium be today when they're meeting? If they meet, I don't know if they meet on Mondays. I think they meet. Get, get Carlos a realtor. They do meet on Mondays. Yes. Who knows? Get Carlos. Oh, a I know the players. Don't talk about the front office. No, they do. They do. Mike's, think Marvin Mike, is Mike there? You think Mike has called Marvin yet? Is he in Switzerland? I'm not even kidding. Marvin wouldn't answer, or he would answer and not, you know. Oh, think he's I him? think I made an error. Will you help me, Marv? Will you come back? We have Joe Burrow. Yeah. How could someone right. not talk about it in the front office? Uh, yeah, How can yeah. someone just not bring it I up mean, and what say, about, what about are we going to kick this can a little bit? What about the front office? The front no. office is, is, is who signed, no. signed these guys. They get a pass. And drafted James. these guys. No, right. I, I mean. And I go back to. you, you got to look at all of it now. Dude, Tobin just, talks one time dude, per year. Dude, and we talked about this. You and I talked about this last year when you were up in Cleveland doddering away, covering, covering NBA. I mean, whatever. I, I mean, but, I, but no. I, I helped them become a formidable football team. But, but, oh. but, but you know, you and I talked Maybe about Maybe the Bengals should hire me. Who is ultimately responsible for the way the franchise is run? Duke Tobin. Is he? I don't know. Are you sure? I don't know. Okay. I have to hear from him once a year. I'd like to hear from him more. That's my point. Do we know? No. So who gets held responsible for this? Nobody. Nobody. That's the problem. Because the front office pushes Zach Taylor, and Zach Taylor's yes. making $3.5 million, and the front office doesn't get questioned. And so that poor guy has to answer for all the nonsense. He's got to try to be an offensive coordinator, which I don't know if he is, and try to be a head coach at 36 and, and, and put his foot down, and nobody respects it. It's... This is the, they have created a bigger mess than the Dick LeBeau years. They really have. And Dick LeBeau was a train wreck. And Dick LeBeau got three. He did get three. The he third was three, two and fourteen. Two and fourteen. Yeah. And, and what was he? Six and ten the year before that. I believe that's correct. They won the first two and the last two, so you felt good about it. Well, that's the thing. I mean, if they, if Zach wins two again, there's feel good no about it. way. When you have a rookie quarterback, you have a small window yes. of opportunity. To build around him, and the thing is, if you if, if this goes to two thirteen and one, I don't even I don't care if it's even four eleven one doesn't sound very good, right? It just doesn't. I'm sorry, it doesn't. At some point, if you if you realize this is not going the right way, it's okay to say, you know what? Like Cleveland did, we made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Listen, May, Bake, Baker, we thought Baker and Freddie were a nice marriage. They seemed to get along. It seemed like it was going to work. It obviously didn't. I mean, they, Freddie Kitchens is the worst head coach in history. No question. They never should have hired him. But I, I, it, I don't disagree, but there was a reason they did it. And, and they, why was he the, the worst? But to their credit, they No, I'm asking, why, why did they hire him? Because Baker wanted him. And he was, he was a good coordinator the second half of the year. Mm-hmm. Why did Zach Taylor get hired? I don't know. Okay. Like, so, no, I get it. Because he came I, off a hot staff. And I don't, what I was never, he doing I, on that by, staff? And by the way, when they got Nothing, to the Super Bowl, right. that hurt. Yeah, that hurt them. Yes, and put them behind. Yeah, that that hurt them from getting the coordinators do and the you preparation think, and everything that yes. they needed. Do you think Sean McVay has a hand in the quarterback room? You think? Jeez, like, it's not like he was Jared Goff's molder. 
Not like he, he created everything Jared Goff was. That's Sean McVay. Yes. That's what he does. Yes. Yes. Man. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. Uh, do we want to talk any other NFL, or do, or, or do we want to jump to college football? I, <laughs> I won our bet last week. I'm a yes, you did. Yes, and yeah. the, and the yes, only did. the yeah, last the Kyler, last baby the last thing on the Bengals because we Kyle talked about good the on Sunday night. Yeah, we talked about the win loss mm-hmm. at let's say they go to one seven and one after that Pittsburgh game. I mean, that did you say the, if or yeah. when? Yeah. How many? Wait, bum- wait, did you say if? How many bumps and bruises become more? Oh, all of them. So you're not even going to have a full roster. I mean, for I, hate to be, I hate to be a jackass about this because I truly believe he loves to play. How much is Joe Mixon's foot bugging him? Right. I mean, honestly. Sure. I, I, again, I'm not. And, and look, I, I, that probably is wrong because I do. I think Joe loves to play football. Yeah, you're saying he's hurt. Yeah, but but how yeah. how hurt? Right. Yeah. And by the if way, if this team's four and two, <laughs> I think by he the plays. way, that that twelve million after yesterday. Oh. Can I, oh uh, boy! How about how about for Gio the NFL? Right, so, so let me let me go one more point for I do, I do want to do just a proverbial NFL question because we do call this the Bengals slash NFL segment. Mm-hmm. Um, so after this past off season, were we actually were impressed with some of the things that they did? Because mm-hmm. at least they did something. Felt like okay, you've put your finger in that issue, and now it's okay. I guess you couldn't do everything in the off season, so this off season go address the right tackle spot, right guard spot. Now it's unfortunately you need at least another cornerback, if not a multiple, maybe. Mm-hmm. And again, I know Trey Waynes is going to come back off of injury, but are you going to be able to sign William Jackson? Don't know. It's going to cost you a pretty penny. You literally need three solid, capable defensive linemen and the offensive. So suddenly you're you 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 fixed one area and you sprung a leak in another area, and. It's going to be Quentin at least another two off seasons to make That's this exactly right. Exactly what they do. Quentin Williams. And I plan on writing about this. They, th- there is a delicacy. Everyone says, "Oh, the Bengals should be sellers. They should also be buyers." And who they buy yes. from are these teams that feel like they're three or four years away. Because the Bengals certainly aren't are hoping that they're not. They can't be. <clears throat> and so Quentin Williams is the obvious. Send them the thirty fourth or thirty fifth or thirty sixth pick, whatever yes. that is. For a guy who went third two years ago, you have him clearly, and DJ Reader. He's clearly, yeah. It, that, I mean, that's the thing. It, is, like is your now front line is great, great. And, Hubbard, Lawson, and he could be elite. Like he could be much better than Reader. Yeah. Like his, his linebackers take another step. And and so yeah, I, I would absolutely be on the phone. And honestly, even if you have to do a two and like a four or five. Because it's not like you're hitting home runs in the draft anyway, no. bro. And, and, and that's a, a guarantee. And I'm of the yoke anymore. Look, I know I. I I keep the number one overall pick if I believe Joe Burrow's my guy. But anymore with the draft, if you're going to give me proven NFL capital, I'm taking proven NFL capital you know, over draft picks every single solid. You know who did that? Micah Fitzpatrick, Pittsburgh. Yes. Mm-hmm. People let. Well, are you going to no, give all that no, up? And people and now in look Pittsburgh at actually question that yes. trade of what are you doing? Yep. Yeah, you know what you're doing. You're getting yourself a quality NFL player. Who what you're doing. is proven? And here's the scary thing because you mentioned it. I don't know if Jonah Williams is the guy. I know he's. I know he's got a chance, and I know his ceiling can be higher. Yeah, I'm not down on him. I'm not. I, I'm not yeah, down yet, really? but I don't know if he's the guy. I think he's a, a starter. I, I, I mean. think. I think. I think Miles makes a lot of people look sick. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I'm. I'm going to give him a little bit of that. I think he's a starter. Yeah, I think yeah, he's a starter. I, I don't know if he's a Pro Bowl. And maybe he's, he's a, a right tackle starter, right? Eventually. Now that I, would but, be great. But, but I think he's a starting tackle. Yes, agreed. Um, right tackle. But and it's it's not just Quinton Williams. Obviously, a lot of people are talking about him, and a lot of fan bases in a lot of cities. This front office has to do... What front office? It, I, they can hire me right now, and I will certainly come up with some ideas to make them better. 
They, they have to 100% look at all these rosters and see if they can buy pieces. Because yes. yes. it, it might be a name we've never even heard of or know. But if it can help you, not just this year, but moving forward. No, it's moving forward. It's that, like, no, I, I'm not even looking for a quick fix guy. No, I'm looking not, for a guy for the but, multiple year but, but, guy. But yes. that's, yeah, yes. the younger type guys. Yes. But, but that could be a, a fifth rounder from last year that San Francisco just doesn't want and yes. they would prefer to have LaShawn Sims or whoever the hell. Yes. You, know? you know what that so takes, like, though? Okay. You have to get draft capital. Yep. That's why teams make these moves because they can throw a fourth and a fifth together and move up in the draft. Or they can throw a draft pick at someone to bring someone in. But you have to acquire draft capital. With this team sat on their they sat on their hands last year and at the that, trade that deadline. That's the part that really frosts me is they sat on they their hands. They sat here last years. year and now they have an opportunity. You you cannot sit here again. So who are you trading? Real Anyone quick. on this team is tradable except about six guys. I'm trading AJ? I'm kind of with yes. Yes. For what? For what? Fifth. A fifth? Yeah. Wow. I'd, I'd trade for AJ right now for a fifth. Right oh, now. I, okay. I would too. If I'm the Packers, I Green would. Green Bay has three, Saints, I would. three yes. fourth round picks. Green right, Bay has. Fourth. Okay, so fourth. I'll take a fourth for AJ Green yes. right now. Okay. Okay, so AJ for a four. Yeah. Ross for a sixth or seventh. Ross Conditional. for anything. 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 Okay. Dunlap for anything. And I, don't, I don't say this, but especially because. You've, you've already moved on from John. Yeah, Lewis. I agree. Which and, they're and, idiots and they right, could use it, right, but fine. But, but they have. <laughs> so at this point, if you're going to give me anything for a guy I'm not going to resign and I've moved on from, I'm taking Take it. it. Yeah. Okay. So so let's say let's say it's a seventh for Ross because I think that's more realistic. So a fourth for Green, a seventh for Ross. What are you getting for Dunlap? Conditional anything, five? Anything. No, anything. Again, anything. Anything you want to okay. give me, anything. Okay. So let's say a sixth. Let's, let's say a six. I'll even take a seventh, but uh, yes, yeah. okay, yeah. Okay, so so you conditional you, six probably. Uh, uh, yeah. So you're 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 getting a fourth, a sixth, a seventh. Who else are you trading? Um, pick a name. Pick, I mean, honestly, uh, pick pick any name you want. G- pick. Gino doesn't have value right now. I See, don't I think, think Gino does have value. He does. I do because I think he's going to go somewhere. They're going to test him out physically and go. Ain't nothing wrong with this cat. So what are you thinking? A six again? Yes. Any, I hate to say it. Anything. What what am I meant? Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Jonah Williams, Jesse Bates, DJ Reader. Trey Hopkins. Trey Hopkins. Okay. I'm outside of that, that. I'm good with that. Outside of that, who's untouchable? Nobody. Right. Nobody. I mean, nobody. That's just it. Nobody. Here's the other. See, here's. These are the. The Bengals need to ask themselves, are they going to keep William Jackson the third? Do they want us to resign him? Right now. They need to make the decision yes, right now. That's correct. Because if not again, that, again that's and that's that's the perfect thing you're asking is yep. that that decision has to be made right now, now because if not, there's actually a lot of value for that cat. A you lot. could get a day two pick. Yes. Maybe more. Absolutely. Be, because a team might be like, All right, we're gonna do this and pay him. Not a troublemaker, not a not a Jalen Ramsey. Uh, I know I'm getting a good player, but he's a pain in the ass, and then when he's happy, he's a really good player. Uh, you're getting a pretty good guy who's gonna who's What still, can you do with that day two pick? Would you call the Jets? And offer William Jackson for Quinn and Williams? Yes. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. I'm, I'm just asking. Yes. No, I know you are. That might get it done. In a heartbeat. They, because they might say, damn, William Jackson, that's a – we could keep him around yeah. for the next Here, six here's years. Here's the thing. So, so two weeks from today, we will be the day before the trade deadline. Right? No, it's a week. A week. I'm a sorry. Week, yeah, November 3rd. Yeah. yeah. Jesus, peace. But time, time's flying. All right. So two weeks, from, uh, two weeks from today, when we reconvene after the trade deadline, I guess, for this, mm-hmm. for this podcast. Yep. In your opinions – Will they have done anything? Yep, Dunlap. That's it. That's it. They're I only, think they cut only him before they trade him. If, yep. they, if they cut him, I'm going to rip him. I'm telling you now, I'm going to rip him to shreds. It'll only be that. And, and my thing is, and I, I said this this week, this requires the Bengals to be active. Yes. Like, you can't sit in your office and wait for the phone to ring. You have to start. Like, if I, again, I don't know who's making the calls. I called Green Bay today. Like, man, you guys, 
You guys are playing I'm really Billy, well. I'm Billy Bean and Moneyball. I got Shapiro on one line, and I got yes. somebody else on another but you're line, saying, and I got the secretary talking to another dude. But I'm sitting here watching. I'm like, okay, Antonio Brown's back, baggage. All these other guys, baggage. How about A.J. Green? You have three fourth-round picks. Give me one of your fourth-round picks. You have A.J. Green. You're not you're not in line to have to pay him after this year if you don't want. You and, match and you him know, with Devontae and, and, Adams. And it's not just Green Bay. It's Philly. Yes. Right. It's New Orleans. Right. I mean, there right. are a lot But what of does teams. that require? San you Francisco. have to call. You have to pick up the phone and be aggressive. You can't wait for the phone to ring or it won't happen. And, and listen, I, I know that you probably are fearful that your fan base is going to be angry if you trade A.J. Green. That's the tough decisions you got to make as a, as a GM or an mm-hmm. owner or, or a whatever. Yep. It's what is best for your football team, not what is, boy, I hope we don't trade a guy that people like. No. Because, yeah. hey, it's the old, I can win with you, or in this case, I can lose with you, and I can lose without you. Yep. I mean, am I making my team better for in the long term? And they just don't have the foresight for that. And I feel like we're stuck in another, another decade of just absolute insanity. Mm-hmm. Insanity. And I don't know how it changes. I think the fan base spoke volumes a couple of years ago when they stopped coming. I think the Bengals are honestly lucky that this year that they're in a COVID-19 situation because I think they'd be embarrassed at how few people would be at their football games. Embarrassed. And yet nothing changes. They thought, hey, listen, I'm telling you, because I got cra- I've said this before. I got crap from somebody in the organization when I wrote that Zach Taylor was probably not a good hire because he's in over his head. And it was, what do you mean? He's a hot guy off a hot staff. We're all excited about this. That's great. You know what they did? They trotted that poor cat out there and go, here's our savior. Yep. That guy's your savior? No. He was never your savior. They thought he was. He was never. James, they, they thought they, he was. Ugh. They thought, listen, they trotted him out after he got hired. Of Remember he was, remember the commercials? He did all those commercials right off the bat. Of and they were hokey, uh, uh, and trying to make him the face of the franchise. Of here's the guy that's going to save the day, and that sounds great until three nineteen and one comes along. Now what do you do? Oh my God, he is three nineteen and one. Now. now what do you do? I mean, do something. You use Burrow to get the next coach. That makes sense. Joe Brady. Right. Well, Never then this year's whole, whole thing was we got Joe Burrow. Great. You're one five and one with him. Not his fault by any stretch of the imagination, no. but. He ain't the savior you at the moment. You could argue they should be 5-2 or what, 4-2-1? Mm-hmm. No, take the tie take, out take of the there. Take the tie out of there. Five oh, yeah, 5-2. 5-2. Yeah. Yeah, take two. the tie out of there. All right, all right. Damn, gonna, Tony. That tie's going to look better and better. Man. It's a half a win. They, so you're telling me they should have left AJ in Philly. They should have left Dunlap. They yes. should have sent Dunlap out. And here's the other thing yes. with these trades. Don't be afraid to trade in the division. Just You're not no. ready. Exactly. The other three teams are so much better. Agreed. Because if, if I'm Cleveland, I'm interested in Dunlap. No doubt. Yeah. Right now. I'm moving on. Can we? Can we? We need to start moving on so I can talk about a winning. The yes, Bearcats. Let's do that. You're hiring Luke Fickle, uh, or Marcus Freeman. I'm 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 actually okay with that. At least the guy's been a head coach. Where is Zach Taylor in the hierarchy of coaching in Cincinnati? Yeah, clearly, let's do, right, let's clearly at so, three. So so behind who? Behind Luke. Luke, Marcus Freeman. You're going to. I'm going to put him behind Steve Specht <laughs> and Noel Rash and Eddie All Edison. Right. I'm serious about. Right. I am dead. To, no, uh, did I say Noel Rash? No Rash. You know who he's ahead of? Um, Eddie Graham. Uh, Aaron Hancock at Wyoming is ahead yep. of him. Um, the guy at Kings is it Andy Miller? <laughs> he's <laughs> ahead of. Uh, he's ahead of Eddie Graham calling plays. He's ahead Kentucky. of Eddie Graham. I'll, I'll put him ahead of Eddie Graham. But yeah, he's. <sighs> I wouldn't have him coach Madeira today. Nope. I wouldn't. Nope. All right, um, okay. All right, we'll continue. Do Collins we have any uh, – What yeah. real quick, uh, NFL favorite right now. Is it Tampa? 
I will say – With their defense and now the way Brady's playing? I, I, the funny part is the, the, the whole – Is it Tampa? Who who was who was going to Tommy hey, Brady? Dude, I had a, I, I picked him on, on in the Super Bowl. Tommy Brady. Here's the funny part. Remember the whole is Belichick better than Brady? Is Brady better <laughs> oh, than Belichick? Not, Who's winning that battle at the moment? Yikes. Um, hey, by the way, how about the best quarterback in the league, Cam Newton? He'll be all right. Your words. Your watch guy. him watch him come back. Also, your guy. Complete joke. Scheffler tweeted today that uh after, yeah, after Scheffler. being Poor after Scheffler. being ejected on Sunday that uh John Bostick is not expected to be suspended. The, is that the Washington guy? Yeah, it was the dirty. By the way, was that Dallas is soft. Dallas, how, about, how, about the, how about can teammates come come do something nope. to help him? I'm annoyed at the Bengals players who haven't helped Burrow up at times. Yes. That annoys me. Yep. That hit, there should have been an all-out brawl. No question. Fight. Brawl. No, Game's no. already over. Fight. I'll tell you what, if I'm the head coach, I'm going to go try to kick that guy's ass. Yeah. It was, it was ridiculous. It was awful. Things yeah, Zach Taylor would do that. Have you seen Mike McCarthy? It's not part of the process, James. Oh. We're not in for quick fixes. You guys should have saw the face Richard gave me when I asked that. Uh, All right, we'll talk college football when we continue. It's the Angry Quarterbacks podcast from ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Getting answers, finding solutions. Local 12 News investigates. As soon as we called you, everything happened very quickly. Not afraid to ask the tough questions. Taking action, getting the truth. Local 12 News investigates. Welcome back into the Angry Quarterbacks Podcast. Richard Skinner from Local 12 and Local12.com. James Rapine of SI.com. And the real quarterback of Reading High School, UC, and Carolina Panthers fame, and the quarterback whisperer for many a young QB in the Tri-State, yes. one Tony Pike. Um, let's talk some college football after we spend a lengthy segment on the Bengals in the NFL. This will probably be a little quicker. Uh, I know Luke Fickle doesn't, doesn't like to talk about statement wins. That's not what he's about. But I got to tell you, Saturday night to me was a statement win. The, the statement of all statements. Um, this team was questioned at the bye week. It was questioned how they're going to go after not playing. For two weeks. For two weeks. There was questions about the offense. Um, there were questions of, is this defense really as good as advertised, or is it a you know a, a, an Army offense you can stop, a yes, bad right. US, USF team? My goodness, that, that was an SMU team that averaged 560 yards per game. And, and, and look, I know some people can look from afar and go, wow, who are they playing? Jay Bouchelle's a good quarterback. Yes. He's a, he's a really good yes. college the, quarterback. There's a reason that was a top 20 team. Yes. yes. You're on the road. Des Ritter was fantastic because they finally used him as a rusher. Yeah, and we actually talked about that last week a little bit. Yep. I talked, and I had Chad Brendel on another podcast, and I even asked Chad. I kind of flipped it on him and said, because Chad even questioned why are they not using him in the run game. I said, well, maybe you're at that, those first few games where you really didn't need to, so mm-hmm. why expose him to the hits? And so this game, when you kind of needed to, right? Yep. They open up the offense, and and maybe that's the whole thing of we just they, they kind of had everything buttoned up for a few weeks because they they could and maybe they should, and then when you needed it, well, boom, it was, there there's it more is. of an identity because they've been playing three or four backs every game. Right. Jared Dokes got 20 he carries. Great, he was great. Uh, obviously, the 91 yarder from Des at the end of inflates the that, stats. Well that, well, that was just like that was honestly the the, the cherry on the yeah, whole thing. But I mean, you run for 313 yards against a good defense. SMU came into the game as a team. They ran for over 200 yards a game. They held them to set. Like, here, yeah, here's I, the thing. That, that's an elite defense. Here's the and thing. I think that, that proved yes. that on Saturday. UC's that is an defense. Elite Elijah defense. Ponder went in the game as the highest graded defensive yes. player in, in college football. Their secondary is one of the best in football. They're, here's the, the overhanging fruit still with this team. In a game, and it might be this Saturday, because Memphis has almost a full 24 hours ahead of you. They played at home yep. at noon. You played. In Dallas at nine. Nine o'clock in Dallas. This game Saturday is at noon at Nippert. Memphis can also put up points. 
It feels Can like it, it feels like it against this defense. Right, that's the thing. And that's what I, I just think this defense proved it. All I was hoping for Saturday, Tony, was you're good enough to get enough stops so your offense can win. Cause, yes. Because SMU's going to score. Yep. They didn't. Right. They, they, they proved to be elite. And now Memphis, uh, Coxie, their best receiver, opted out after their loss. So when you go into a game, and I don't know if they'll, they'll need this at all, there were still 126 passing yards. Des wasn't sharp in the air, and he hasn't been sharp in the air. But if you can run the ball like that and your defense plays that well, do you need to throw for 300 any game? It feels like you need to get 20 points, and that's about it. Right. They had, they had as many penalty yards as, as passing yards Saturday, and they dominated that game yeah. from start to finish. They did. There was never a point where you were – at least there was never a point where I was – No, worried. I'm no. with you. Ever. And, you know, and it's 14-7, and, you know, SMU scored, and you're like, eh, they're okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, that's – that's a testament to them because I was worried going in. I don't know about you guys. No, I, 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 I was certainly worried about that one. I, I thought they'd win because I thought the defense would get enough stops, right? I, and Because and, and, SMU's offense is really good. Mm-hmm. And, and Shane Bouchel has done this at Texas, and he's done it now at SMU. He's a good quarterback. I don't know if he's an NFL caliber quarterback, but he's certainly a really good dual-threat college quarterback. So I thought they'd get enough. They they got more than enough. They kicked their ass. Yep. And that's the thing to me that you go, huh, this team's really, really good. I thought they were really good. I can't put them on par with maybe the top four or five in the country, but I certainly think that they are definitively a top. They're going to be in, in the conversation, country, and they should be in the conversation because they have the opportunity now. Because that was some style points where you need. Yep. That wasn't beating zero five SMU, and you got a chance now this week to get style points. Yes, you do it back to back weeks against Memphis and SMU, and then you're, you're going to go into that that next part of your schedule as a clear contender to to latch on if, if someone slips ahead of you. I think the problem Ohio is State the, didn't, there's, there's one spot open, unfortunately, right. because I think Ohio State is, is going to come damn close to running the table, if not run it. Yep. Because I think they're just going to get better. And yep. they, they look sloppy at times, but my goodness, Justin. Teams Taylor's ahead of them are going to lose. Yeah. They're seventh right now. Teams ahead of them will still lose. But I, I, I just think the three seats at the table are taken between Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State. And so where are we at with the fourth team, right? Is not it out of, be not a, in the Big 12. Right. Is it going to be a one-loss Big 10 team? Is it going to be right. a one-loss SEC team? That's why you have to win with style. Is it going to be Notre Dame? Win with style. Yes. Keep, keep doing what you're doing. Yes. But, but they have an opportunity ahead of them to make a case yeah. if they finish this out. No, I, I think they're, they're, they're certainly in that conversation when, when push comes to shove. How about the scare Clemson got? I thought Clemson after that Georgia Tech game. What, 48 wasn't enough? Well, uh, well, well, it was it was a one-score game in the fourth quarter with Syracuse having the football down six with a chance to take the lead at the fifty-yard line. That's enough of a scare for me. I mean, <laughs> if I'm Clemson, it is. It's enough for Dabo to get their attention. Yeah, probably because but the I, week before you, you kind of start to lose them a little bit. I guess, but I thought that week before against Clemson was or against Georgia Tech was almost look. When we feel like playing, mm-hmm. we're gonna kick your ass. And maybe that 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 was the maybe that maybe that is Dabo's issue right now of trying to make sure that right. that light switch is ACC's always on. down. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, but the only thing that disappoints me a little bit. I'm glad the Big Ten's back because it did feel like finally a full college football Saturday, it right? Did. Yeah, it, it, it honestly did. But here I am already putting three seats at the college football playoff table, and that kind of disappoints me. I, I I wish I could let it play out more, and I just don't know if it will. Uh, something's going to play itself out because there's a a thing called COVID right now. Well, that's a good point. That <laughs> that's why they should have made it eight, like we talked about. Yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the the news you know? in Wisconsin right now. I mean, that's I know. I mean, you oh, couldn't have a better start than what Graham Mertz did. Now, if he tests positive again, Chase Wolf time. Chase Wolf time, and he'll dominate. But the Big Ten, that's an automatic twenty-one day. I know. I know. That, and Isolation. And that's crazy. Three games. I know. That's crazy. Of an eight-game season. And then having to ramp back up. Yes. Right? If you're going to play. 
man, that's 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 a lot. That's there, that's there, scary. That is, and that's, there's, there's no question, no question. And, and I mean, honestly, if you see, maybe you root for COVID to sweep the, through the Big Ten. It opens up another as seed. As bad as that sounds, yes. I know. Well, it, sure. Well, sure. If it can open up another seed, absolutely. I, you know, from UC's perspective. Yes. Yeah. I Obviously, mean, medically. Come on now, chill out, people. Yeah. We're not rooting for that. Um. So if I had <laughs> if I had Zach Taylor and Eddie Grand, could they coach? Oh could they coach Dayton, the Dayton Green? Could they coach the Bellevue Tigers? Would you hire them if you're Bellevue superintendent? What's what's their roles? Um, Zach would be coordinator, and Eddie could be the running backs coach. Ooh. Who's head coach? Um, Tony Pike. Tony Pike. Yes, we'll win. <laughs> I don't. Yes, we'll win. <laughs> Let me ask you: If you were a high school head, I'm serious about it. If you were a high school head coach, which I know you aspire to be one day, if you were a high school head coach. <laughs> Would you hire Zach Taylor on your staff? And I'm serious about that. Right now? Yes. No. <laughs> what would I be hiring? Would you hire Eddie Grand? No. Why, why wouldn't you hire Zach? <laughs> Joe just threw for he had 400 the, yards. He, he had the but fifth, he doesn't get Joe Burrow, though, along with him. Right. It. He had the fifth worst offense in the American Athletic Conference in 2016 with two NFL running backs on the team. He was 4-8. and eight. As an offensive coordinator, and he has 319-1 in the NFL. Welcome to Bellevue High School. Let's introduce our new head coach, Zach Taylor. Man. Well, that's, Come on. That's a sports crowd because of the COVID crowd. That's You'd why. hire him. He'd be successful. I don't know if he'd get a job at Reading. Uh, my goodness gracious. Speaking of that, we'll talk a little high school football when we continue. It's the Angry Quarterbacks podcast from ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Get the skinny on Cincinnati sports with Richard Skinner only on local12.com on the local 12 news app. Exclusive content, in-depth analysis, podcasts, and more. Cincinnati sports news 24-7. Get the skinny only on local12.com on the local 12 news app. Welcome back into the Angry Quarterbacks podcast. I'm Richard Skinner from local12 and local12.com. James Rapine from SI.com and Tony Pike, the real quarterback. We wrap things up with a little high school conversation where uh, – in Indiana, East Central, I mentioned, had to had to play an undefeated team, and apparently that undefeated team, I don't know how they were mm. undefeated because East Central put the smackdown on yeah. them. Lawrenceburg is now in a position to probably get out of its sectional tournament as well. Kentucky, they are still not in the playoffs. She had a couple of more regular season weeks before they get there, but Cubcath keeps rolling along. Beachwood keeps rolling, rolling along. Newport Central Catholic is rolling along. So all the usual suspects in their definitive class is rolling along. But in Ohio, the, the playoffs are, are – Somehow marching along, you've had a few teams fall off the wayside because of COVID, but uh, over the weekend we get to the Division One Regional Championship game, which will take place on Friday night. After this past week's games moved from Friday to Saturday because of weather. And I hate that. And the two teams, well, the, the thing I was told, the fact that the weather took place or the, that they moved them. I just hate, I, I get moving it to Saturday. I hate that you have to play Saturday at 10 a.m. Yeah, the, the only thing I think there was a couple of fold there. From what I understand on the Friday night with the weather, they could have started, tried to play. The fear was, don't want to start, don't want to stop, that. don't want to start, don't want to stop because it's a playoff game. I get it. I think the early Saturday morning was mostly, let's get this done so you still have a part of Saturday for preparation as normal. So I, I, I know your point. Yeah, I, it's I, just I, hard to ask when you don't play a morning game all Yeah, year. no, right. It's completely to a different foreign and, yeah. thing. But I do think the two better teams won. Yes. The two best teams won in Division One. I. I mean, it felt like when the draw came out, this was set up for it to be St. X and Lakota West. And while Lakota West defense has been superb all season long, this X offense My right goodness. now, I don't know who stops them. Nope. Brogan McKay, um, what they're able to do to to defenses, they've they've pulled back. They could have probably scored seventy this weekend. It's incredible. They they move the ball so well. Their offense is such a a high powered system of you want to talk here's what I would say. 
I would take the coordinator at X right now yes, over Zach Coverdale. Taylor calling Cover, plays. Coverdale. I can't think of his first name. His last name yeah. is Coverdale. Andrew. I, I would take Coverdale calling plays over Zach Taylor right now. I mean, he's he's really. Good. I know. I'm not. From what I understand, he's like a, he's like he's a, a genius. Goofy, he's like a goofy he's a savant. Yeah, like a goofy I mean, savant with offense. Tempo, moving the pocket, the reads that he's having high school quarterbacks make, and how they read defenses. They do the check with me. They can pound you. They can work side to side. They spread you out when they, they want to spread you out. out. They like, go bunch sets. Right. So, I mean, if they're, they're having really trouble blocking up front, they move the pocket well. They have misdirections. They have screen game. It is. It's so fun to watch because it's the. It's a it's the highest level of a high school offense that you can get to, and it's 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 proving its worth. Yeah, no question. Because it, it's so fun to watch. I'm, I cannot wait. That's one of the games we've kind of circled for a while. For a while, like man, I, I hope that they get to each other. Yes. We lost the other one this week, Wyoming Indian Hill. Yeah, that and, was the game and, I had circled. And, and I'll ask you because I, I again Indian Hill lost on the last play of a game to Valley View. They were up uh, up by by five and ended up losing on a, on a last second touchdown. How much of that is, I guess, and I know you didn't see the game, Tony, but but I've heard nothing but good things about this Indian Hill team and in the playoffs anything can happen, all that stuff. And I thought this because I broadcast the Wyoming game on Saturday night in the first half. They're tied at the half 7-7. Seven, seven. And a couple things. They they you know they had a, a bye week they didn't expect because Taylor had mm-hmm. the forfeit due to COVID, and they look like they had a bit of a hangover. But I also thought they each know that if they win, they play each yep. other. How much of that maybe factors in a little bit? As, as much as every coach says it doesn't, it absolutely does. And you absolutely look for it and, and something like that of, you know, if you're Indian Hill, you finally get the chance to knock Wyoming off the next week. And if you're Wyoming, you're fighting against staying on top and being that top dog. And I think it goes into it. I'm just I'm disappointed because it felt like all year right. Indian Hill was a team that could do it. And they have a bad night, and you know you, you lose on a on a last second play like that. It, it's a bad feeling, but uh, I mean, all in all, still a really good season for Indian Hill, and, and something yeah, to build on. N- no question. Um, and Wyoming on Saturday night, we'll have the broadcast for you on WatchHSSports.tv. They will host Valley View, so instead of Wyoming going to Indian Hill because Indian Hill was the higher seed, mm-hmm. they actually get an extra home game out of this. The other side of that bracket, Clinton Massey still the one seed. They will take on Waverly. That's in Division Four. In Division Two. As we mentioned, Division One's in the regional championship game. Divisions two, three, four, five, six, and seven are all in the regional semifinal game, which in this odd year makes all the sense in the world the way things are are, are shaping up. But in Division Two, Kings uh, pulls off a win over Turpin. And this, the funny part was it was seventeen nothing, and all we've heard all year is the Kings offense, the Kings offense, the Kings offense. Defense. If their defense plays that well again, do they have a puncher's chance with Winton Woods? Absolutely. That because of what their offense can be and the defense continuing to improve. They do. They have a chance. Oh, that's again. That, that's the same thing we've talked about for so many years with Cole Rain. You got to get over that hump. You got to be able to beat that team that has, has had more of a stranglehold. And that's been Winton Woods and, and obviously LaSalle. Yep. And LaSalle on the other side, they will host Anderson. Anderson, the sixth seed, uh, pulled off an upset of number three Piqua in Division Three. My guy Kenyon Cummings and Ross. All they do is run the football for 400 yards a game. They advance in the regional semifinals. They'll play at number one Bellbrook, and in the other part of that bracket, number two Baden. I say we'll host Kettering Alter. They don't have a home field. They've oh, played either at Edgewood or, or Monroe, so they'll they'll play a uh, they'll technically be the home team um, there as well. So there, you're kind of caught up on the playoffs. And Roger Bacon keeps rolling along, yeah. and they've got uh, uh, that that bracket's kind of opened up. The other side of it uh, with Marymount and and uh, and Blanchester actually lost, so it's Marymount, the 11 seed, and Springfield Shawnee, the seven, yeah. will then probably play 
uh, Roger Bacon. Roger Bacon has, a, yep. has another game, but probably played Roger Bacon. So the, the things have opened up very well for, for the Spartans. Yeah, Corey Kiner is, is again, as advertised. You can't. And speak, you mentioned the quarterback. Yeah, you can't speak enough about that. And then uh, also Andy Stucker took the job at New Miami. Did a, good, did a great did job. Did a really good they job. Lost they lost the number one seed, uh, right. Mary, uh, Maria Stein, Mary and you, Local. Yeah. you start finding out those teams up north. And, and what they're about, but a good season for them. Dominic Goodman calling offensive plays this year. That was a uh, a good story as well. Dominic Goodman, I did a high school game with him one time. We had to do it up on a scaffold. We did that was Hamilton and Colerain. I've never seen never seen a man so scared in his life <laughs> of him and I on that scaffold. That scaffold swaying in a thunderstorm, and he kept saying, "Skin, gotta come down, gotta come down." I'm like, would Dominic, he be on your be staff? Right. He'd be on your staff. He'd be coach wide receivers, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Coach, wide I, I would have a, I would have a stellar staff put together. Okay. You'd coach wide receivers, yeah, correct? Yeah. All right, so let's see if we get this right. So you'd have you'd have Eddie Grand as your running backs coach. Yeah. Um, Zach is what? Uh, personal like, get back coach. <laughs> be, be the Doug Rossfeld of your staff. Yep. <laughs> My goodness! See, I got it. I got to figure out. Skinny, I have you. You, you come on the the Cincy three sixty every week. Yes, it's like local twelve, local twelve sports, local twelve dot com, local twelve skinny. I feel like I just say. I mean, is there just an easier way I can just cut it down to you? <laughs> just call me ass. All right. <laughs> We're gonna check in weekly here with ass, <laughs> local twelve. Oh, maybe. All right. Any final thoughts from you, James Rapine? <laughs> I'm good. Hopefully, uh, when we reconvene next week, we're talking about trades. Don't Carlos say a Dunlap win. in Seattle. Hell, say, don't a say win. a win. I'm realistic. Yeah. No, he can, didn't go there. Can He's... John Ross get a ball? Uh, By the way, I got three texts. Mike Thomas makes one grab. I got three texts. Oh, John wouldn't have made that catch. Uh, Mike Thomas also had a drop. I, I know. I know. No not? one mentions that. He also had a catch. Hold, didn't he also have a holding penalty on that wide receiver screen? I think so. I Wait a second. That was a tough catch, though. Okay. Sure. Burrow put in a bad spot. And Zach's to, boy. Had to try to get two feet God, down. I can, Zach Taylor is making me hate Mike Thomas. Go check know, my tweets from 2016. I, I like Mike Thomas. I know. And I like Mike Thomas, too, but I I'm with you. I think for drafting Cody Core over him. Oh, my heavens. Cody Core. Where's he at these days? Is he still kicking around the league? I don't know. Last time he was in the Giants. Josh from... Malone's with the Jets. That, that was is he really? One. Yeah, that was is one he, that is I Is he getting snaps? That, that, that was the first one. Uh, I think so because of injury. Maybe special teams, at least. Wow. But, uh, yeah, people were like, Josh Malone's going to be better than John Ro Okay. I, I got that. I have those two. So you got that out of the system. Any final thoughts from you, Tony Pike? Um, as much as it worked yesterday, I'd, I'd like to, to scale back the third and 11 quarterback draws. I'll give him credit, man. That, dude, mean, that dude diving forward for a first down, it's a scary yeah, proposition. Scary but it's a hell of a proposition, play. but when you look at what Cleveland's defense was doing there, James might have got a first down. Might have. Bro, you, I'm Kyler. Would I would not I'm have. like Kyler. I would look like Philip Rivers. My running. agility, Kyler status. Okay. It's like a I would, I would embarrass okay. B.J. Goodson. Okay. Time, now it's time to now break. Now it's time to scale back. All right. Yep, time to break. For James Rapine of SA.com, uh, heading for the 100-meter uh, U.S. Olympic trial here at some point. That's right. And the real quarterback, Tony Pike. What studio were we in today? Uh, we, we are in the Carlos Dunlap's Houses for Sale studio. <laughs> Make your best offer. Only what was it? Only, only proper funds. What did he say on that? Something about proper funds. Only proof out, of funds. I wanted to tweet out like the Dumb and Dumber thing. Like I have the IOUs. I do want to know this before we go. I want to know if he's got any offers in the last 24 hours or 12 hours. Or long didn't Joe Mixon say that he wanted it? Joe wanted it, but Joe didn't say he was going to pay for it. Joe just said he, Joe just said he wanted. Well, it. Joe Mixon said he's in. I also said yesterday um, that my house uh, adequate square footage. I have a couple bathrooms. Views are sufficient, and I am willing to negotiate with IOUs. All inquiries welcome. That's T Pike 15. Is that right in Gmail? Yeah. Tony underscore Pike 15. At Gmail. <laughs> Make your best offer. For executive producer Rob Evil, James Rapine, Tony Pike, I'm Richard Skinner. Thanks for being with us. It's been the Angry Quarterbacks Podcast from ESP Media.
powered by Sidearm Sports. If you don't love it, I don't know what you're thinking. Thank Jesus. I'm Cincinnati. Pimp. C-I-N-C-I-N-N-A-T-I-P.